Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father. This Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now, let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, in all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another the impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives, so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Hello, good um, evening, everyone. Welcome to uh, day four of our Holy Week uh, retreat slash conference from Jerusalem to Golgotha. Um, today is Wednesday of Holy Week, which means tomorrow is is, is Holy Thursday. Um, as we and that means tomorrow evening we'll begin the the Paschal Triduum, the, the most sacred time of 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 the year in, in church. So. Um, why don't we begin with a prayer? And again, the prayer, as it has been my custom, would be the collect from today's uh, Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, who willed your Son to submit for our sake to the yoke of the cross, so that you might drive from us the power of the enemy, grant us your servants to attain the grace of resurrection through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Okay. Um, today I will not um, talk about the first reading, which is um, the, suffering servant, the Suffering Servant Song from Isaiah 50, which we talked briefly on Palm Sunday. But instead, today I will turn to the psalm, which is Psalm 69. So I'm just going to read the psalm and... and um, take note of any words or verses or phrases that, that catches your attention. And then after I read it, um, we will just take maybe about a minute just for some reflection and meditation. Okay? All right. Lord, in your great love, answer me. For your sake, I bear insult and shame covers my face. I've become an outcast to my brothers a stranger to my mother's sons, because zeal for your house consumes me, and the insults of those who blaspheme you fall upon me. Insult has broken my heart, and I am weak. I look for sympathy, but there was none. For consolers, not one could I find. Rather, they put gall in my food, and in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. I will praise the name of God in song, and I will glorify him with thanksgiving. See, you lowly ones, and be glad. You who seek God, may your hearts revive. For the Lord hears the poor in his own heart, and his own who are in the bonds he spurns not. Lord, in your great love, answer me.
Alrighty, Lord, in your great love, answer me. Again, here we have, I think, a, a very short prayer that all of us can pray when we feel lost, or when we feel abandoned, or, or when we feel hopeless, or maybe in a state of um, pessimism or, or despair. You know, Lord, in your great love, answer me. Because we, be, we can be confident that he does. That he does answer us. Because he does love us. Now, in the beginning, we, 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 we hear that, um, for your sake I have bear insult and shame covers my face. I have become an outcast to my brothers, a stranger to my mother's sons, because zeal for your house consumes me. And the insults of those who blaspheme you fall upon me. We could see Jesus in this, can't we? That, that, again, he he. Um, when we go back to the um, the scene in the Gospels where Jesus cleanses the temple, he quotes um, the gospel writer quotes for um, zeal for your house consumes me, right? Because Jesus was so um, completely dedicated to carrying out the Father's will. He even um, rubbed off wrongly against um, his own people. Because we're, because we're told that whenever he, he goes back to his own village, to his own town, he can't do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. You know, his own people say, well, it, it, you're... You're Joseph's son. You're Jesus. You're a carpenter's son. Why are you doing all these things? You should come back here and, and do what you're supposed to do and stop preaching and stop doing all these things. You should just come back. Because they didn't understand him. And so he has become like an outcast to his brothers, his cousins. Because he was doing the Lord's will. Brothers and sisters, when we choose to do God's will, when we choose to conform our wills to his, sometimes our families will not understand. Our closest friends may not understand. And the world may sometimes laugh at us, um, put us down and say, well, that's stupid what you're doing. You're, you're giving up all this just so you can follow this God and, 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 and do his will? You know that's that that that's that's that doesn't sound very um, smart or logical. But faith, faith in God's will isn't about um, what is politically correct or what is politically accepted as as smart or or, or strong. And that's why we're told that God uses the weak. To shame the proud, he uses the weak to 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 teach the those who are in power a lesson, because they don't see um, that their power really doesn't come from themselves; it, it comes from him. And so, to be a Christian, sometimes and not sometimes, in fact, in today's world, being Christian is countercultural. Being Christian is going against the current, going against the tide. Being Christian is seen as 
going backwards in today's world. Remember, brothers and sisters, there is nothing, nothing old-fashioned about our faith. The beauty of our faith, as St. Augustine said, oh, beauty so new and so ancient, right? That our faith is, 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 ever, is ever new because it transcends all time. Our God transcends all time, past, present, future. He, he is all time. And so for those who may say to us, well, that's old time stuff. That's, that's the past. The faith stuff, the, the church stuff, that's the past. We need to say, no, the church is here. The church is now. God is here. And God's waiting for you and for me. He's waiting for us. And so, as you can see here on the slide, the Lord hears the poor and his own who are in bonds he spurns not. The Lord is close to us, my brothers and sisters. When we feel all alone, when we feel rejected by our family and friends, when we feel rejected by our co-workers, our classmates, our colleagues, those who we respect, Know that our Lord's with you, and he hears you, and he will not spurn you. So now we will move on to um, the gospel. The gospel, again, is, is very, um, very, very um, sad. I know it's good news, but the content of it is, is it, it, it evokes sadness in our hearts. So yesterday we heard about um, Judas um, after being dipping the morsel into the wine and then going out to the chief priest. Now we we hear um, that that scene when when Judas does go to the chief priests. And he makes that transaction. And then he comes back, pretending like nothing happened. So, so listen to the word of God. One of the 12, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, Let me see. I'm sorry. Went to the chief priest and said, what are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him 30 pieces of silver. And from that time on, he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, where do you want us to prepare for you to pass over? He said, go into the city to a certain man and tell him, the teacher says, my appointed time draws near. In your house, I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. 
He said in reply, he who has dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man has betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had never been born. Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. Now let's take a minute or two again just to um, take in the word of God and meditate on any words or phrases that, that struck us. Alrighty, my brothers and sisters, um, what a a sad, sad scene here we see Judas going on his own to the chief priests and asking, what are you willing to give to me if I hand them over to you? If you've read my reflection for today, I mentioned in there that just Yesterday, he was just a, f- a few days ago, he, he, he was wondering why Jesus wouldn't sell the, the perfumed oil for 300 days worth of wages, right? That's what his eye was on. But now he, he, he is willing to settle for 30 pieces of silver. How much he must have loved the Lord, right? 30 pieces of silver. He sold his heart 
to the world. He sold his heart to the enemy. And eventually, as we know, he sells his soul to him as well. You know, um, I, I, I think it... It's very hard to understand Judas because we must think to ourselves, well, how, how can Judas have been following our Lord for so long and yet do this? It makes no sense, right? How could you be not moved by your encounters with the Lord that you that that, that you have come to this day where you will willingly hand him over for 30 pieces of silver? You know, this brings to mind, I'm not sure if you remember, but in the story of Lazarus, not, not Lazarus, Jesus' friend, but but the, the poor beggar, Lazarus. And he was waiting by the table and waiting for scraps to fall from a rich man's table, but, but none, none came and, and the rich man didn't give him any. And so he died. And we're told that he went to... Um, Abraham's bosom, right? And um, and then the rich man died. And the rich man went to hell, basically. And and Mo, uh, Abraham and Lazarus and the rich man meet. And the rich man says, oh, Lazarus, please dip some water and dip it on my tongue, please, so, to relieve my... Um, Heat that this heat, and he couldn't, you know, and and um, the rich man asked if they could, if he could send Lazarus back from the dead into the world to 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 warn his brothers so that they will turn away from their bad ways and 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 may one day be with Abraham instead of where he is. And we're told that Abraham said, or whoever it was said, um, but they had Moses and Elijah and all the prophets already. Why didn't they listen to them? And the rich man said, and the rich man said, well, no, if someone came back from the dead, um, then they will listen. And Abraham, or whoever it was again, I, I'm sorry, I, I forget, said, if they didn't listen to Abraham, Moses or Elijah, even if someone comes back from the dead, they would not listen to him as well. That if your heart's not in it, no matter who tells you, you won't believe. I mean, that tells us, we can fast forward our Lord came back from the dead and people still don't believe. Right. So Judas, yes, he was with our Lord for three years. But if, if his heart wasn't there, it couldn't be moved. It couldn't be touched. If, he, if his heart wasn't there, if he was not open to God's grace and love and mercy, if, 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 if he, like we were talking about yesterday, if if he does, if not necessarily the day before, if he is not willing to break open those jars and pour out to the Lord 
he he will not be moved. And so, my brothers and sisters, this is the fruit of an unopened heart, of a closed heart, of a hardened heart, of someone who, who holds on only to their own agendas, holding only to their own expectations, putting our will first instead of God's will first. This is, this is what happens. This is what happens to those of us who choose to seek our own glory, seek our own benefits, seek seek things for us first. Me, 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 me first. We are bound, like Judas, to settle for less than we were made for. Judas was made for eternal life. He was made to be with the Lord. He was made in the image and likeness of God. But because of his hardness of heart, he settled. He settled for 30 pieces of silver. He traded his soul and his chance of eternal life. He traded it for 30 pieces of silver. And he didn't even get to use it. Later on, he threw it back and then he hung himself. So my brothers and sisters... The world offers us 30 pieces of silver. It may look attractive. It may look appealing. It may look like this is, this is what I need right now. But it won't last. It won't last. Only what Jesus offers to you will last. That peace, that joy, that love, that eternal life. So if, in turn, if we give our 30 pieces of silver to the Lord, we will benefit and reap so much greater. My brothers and sisters, may we never need to ask this question. What are you willing to give me if I hand him over? to you. And the second part that really struck me was after all of this, when he went back to the meal, um, he went back as if nothing happened. You know, I'm just gonna, yeah, I, I'm just gonna go back and eat dinner with Jesus. Nothing happened. And here Jesus was all distressed and troubled. Saying that one of you will betray me. And then they're each bickering. Oh, who could it be? It can't be me. It can't be me. It can't be, it can't be me. And I thought it was really interesting because all that the disciples said, surely it is not I, Lord. Because they knew it. it, it they, they had no inkling. They had no thought of that before, of betraying our Lord. But Judas, the one who would betray the Lord, says, surely it is not I, Rabbi, using this term, using this term meaning Lord, Master, Teacher, that intimate term, he is using that, but in the lie. 
knowing that it was him. He says, surely it is not I, Rabbi. Having no shame at all. Saying, oh, it can't be me, Jesus. What boldness. Have we been like that sometimes? Knowing that we've done something wrong, but yet act as if nothing happened. Being righteous. Being walking, you know, faster and 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 with more more uh, pep in our steps, it, knowing that we did something wrong and yet we we act as if we haven't. That we've convinced ourselves that no, this sin isn't really a sin. It's not that bad. At least I didn't kill anyone. At least I didn't do this X, Y, or Z. So I'm fine. If we have done it, then we. Are no different than what's happening here. We're saying to the Lord, I know the sin, but so what? It's not big of a deal. That's not me. So, my brothers and sisters, Judas used this term of endearment, rabbi, and he used it in a deceptive, manipulative, and deceitful way. He turned what was intimate and he exploited it. May we never find ourselves in that situation. And if and when we do, do not despair. Never despair, my brothers and sisters. When we feel as if we are right now in this position, we just need to care, we just need to cry out in the psalm, Lord, in your great love, answer me. And he will. And have faith and confidence that he will. So when you feel as if you are going down the path of sin, of betrayal, do not despair. Do not despair, but rather turn to the Lord and say, Lord, in your great love, answer me. So now why don't we do that? Let's lift up our hearts to the Lord now. What is my treasure? Because we know that where, our, where, the, where my treasure is, there is my heart. And for Judas, his treasure was in himself, was in his possessions, was in his power, was in his own security. And so that's where his heart was. But where is my treasure? Where is your treasure? Have we ever sold Jesus out for something else? Let us just take the next two to three minutes asking the Lord for the grace to persevere in our spiritual life, the grace to persevere in, in his love, the grace to persevere in this journey, that we, knowing that we do not walk, walk it alone and that, we, that he walks it with us and that we walk it with one another. So now let us pray. Let us offer our Lord um, whatever it is that's in, in our hearts.
All right, my brothers and sisters, thank, thank you for joining me um, this evening. Um, tomorrow is Holy Thursday. And with tomorrow evening's Mass of the Lord's Supper begins our Paschal Triduum, the holiest time of year. Um, I, re I recommend that um, we intensify our prayer and our Lenten observances. Um, maybe we could gather as a family to pray together. Um, watch um, the Passion of the Christ if you have it. I know. I think it's it's an as on Amazon Prime. I think I forget, but 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 try to fill these most sacred days with with the Lord and and let Him lead you. Let Him lead you. Tomorrow morning um, at ten o'clock we will have the, the Chrism Mass where. All the priests of, of the diocese um, renew their priestly vows, and um, it's can be live streamed from the archdiocese website on Facebook too. Um, so tomorrow's session um, will be pre-recorded, um, similar to this one. Um, in the event that um, so 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 this was pre-recorded in, in the event that I could not make it Wednesday night. So if you're Listening to this now, that means it was pre-recorded, and and it's just being played, um, played out to you now. But um, but but Holy Thursday it will be pre-recorded because of the the mass in the evening, um, and um, so yes, pray pray for our priests tomorrow, um, and pray for our seminarians that that they will. Continue to conform their hearts, conform their wills to God's will, and to allow the Lord, allow the Lord to mold their hearts into His hearts, so that all seminarians and priests may be imitators of the Good Shepherd. And um, and I'll be live with you again on Good Friday. Um, I believe I said um, at eight p.m. Um, when when all is done um, on Good Friday, so um, let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you endured every ill at the hands of your enemies for love of all peoples who were not yet your friends. Obedient to the Father's will, you walked into the darkness of death to open out before us the light of life. Grant us the grace to follow where you have led. Who live and reign with the God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. And Lord, I ask you to bless all those who are listening and all those who are joining us now and this entire week. And you bless them and their families. May you open their hearts to all that you have to offer to them. And may they ever, may you ever draw them ever closer to your heart so that we may all be one. In Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Mary keep you. Stay close to the Lord. Persevere in prayer. And know that, that our Lord is right there with you. Okay? See you next time. Bye-bye. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.belovedsonministry.org.